Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM. All your favorite wagering options. You go in-game, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip, and you're going to be ready to go. you got to be 21 years or older. It's a great interface on the app, as I tell you. 1-800-522-4700 if you have a gambling issue. Don't forget GM Shuffle with my man Michael and Femi. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. You can find it. And uh, they just put out a killer episode yesterday. So I want to remind you on that as we welcome you back here. Lombardi Line. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Michael Lombardi. One thing I noticed, Michael, is the early, the guys that got off early today, all short sleeves. Tiger, if you look, mm-hmm. he's got a sweater on. So it's yeah. dropping. The temp's dropping and the wind is picking up. It's, it's going to be completely different conditions. It's completely different. You can't. I mean, Kepka just couldn't. I mean, he tried to hit two. He tried to drive two. Drive to drive eight. He couldn't do it. So yeah, weather is going to be a factor. And I and I think that the lack of warmth when your body aches like it does, like mine, when you take the dogs out in the morning, you know, it's harder to get going. That's what you're worried about with Tiger. I think that's a good point with him being so crickety right now. Yeah. <laughs> you want it to be yeah. warm so, so I'm it like loosens the, up those Every morning I'm like, the, I'm like the tin man. I got to put oil all over my, you know, I got to go down my knees, down the ankles. You got to get oil on. I mean, that's a hard thing to do. He's going to be like the tin man here. <laughs> the tin man. That is too much. Well, Tiger's working on the pitching, which he, he, he needs to work on. The driver and kind of around the greens yesterday killed him. Um, but again, I just thought it was fascinating to kind of salvage a one under 71, um, you know, saving par on eight where you had a double from Neiman. You had many players drop strokes on, on 18 part of me. I thought that was huge. And you could tell there was, a, he had the fist pump. I believe it was on 16, Michael, but on 18, when he saved par, you almost got a little fist pump out of him because that, yeah. he needed to save that going in after the terrible yeah. drive. Yeah, and he's going to have to save some pars today. That's going to be a key. There's going to be, I mean, like Dustin Johnson just went long here on on 10 in a place he shouldn't be. I mean, the wind is going to make it very challenging, and you're going to have to save pars. I mean, it's just a fact. You're going to have to do some some really good maneuvering around the course because the control of your irons is going to be so challenging. 
Cut projection. Wes said he was looking at five over. It looks like it's right around th three over right now. So we'll keep you updated. And as far Wes, as is Wes is counting on these guys going out now, having bad rounds, right. which is going to push that number up. So that's, that's exactly where he's right. coming. He's looking. He's projecting ahead. This is projecting right now. And remember, the low 50 in ties. So 50, anybody's tied there at 50 advances to the weekend. And what they did in 2020 when they did that, they wanted to have a shorter fields going into the weekend, less golfers, so you could enjoy the TV experience a little bit more. So there's DJ, as you mentioned. He went wayward, and he's climbing up. It's crazy. The new angles that we've got with the, the new TVs and the 5G, which I had never heard of. But you can see just the gradient and the undulation around those greens. It's insane. Like, DJ's 6'2", six, 6'3", six, six, and he can't even see the green from where he's standing a little off the green there. It, it really is. Yeah. So, Cam Smith, four under. He's yet to tee off. He's going to tee off at about 27 minutes. The Aussie, Sanjay M., your leader coming into round two and day two at the Masters. He's one over through 11, so he's four under. Good look at the leaderboard. Good job. Schwartzel's three under. Connors, the Canadian. Willett, the Englishman. Neiman. As we mentioned, the Chilean, Scotty Scheffler, number one in the world. Do you, that is, I mean, we're just flying right now. I, I love it. I can't get it off. And DJ is one, under, one over through nine in a little bit of trouble. He's two under on the tournament, Michael. That's yeah, where we it's sit. Gonna be, it's going to be a fun, it's gonna be a fun, fun next uh, two days. I mean, uh, it's always enjoyable. Sunday and the Sunday starting at 2 o'clock is the best, you know, Five hours of television. I, I don't know what a mall's going to watch, but it is the best five hours of TV you <laughs> can is, watch. That is a tremendous callback. Um, yeah, I've, I don't know if you've got, have you guys even warmed up out there on the East Coast? What's going on today? It's today we actually saw something in the sky called sun. Hmm. Uh, it, it's not familiar. We haven't seen it in very long. We still have wind, which is nice. But you know, it's April the eighth, and so maybe we're we're going to go up to sixty degrees. Isn't that going to be lovely? So we're making progress. God you bless. know, it's the old. Yeah, we're getting there. I mean, it'll be May, and you know, and I won't have to wear three layers of clothes to go take the dogs out in the morning after I put the oil on, like the Tin Man. So we'll see. <laughs> Most teams have played, what, 80 games, NBAs. We get closer and closer. Yeah. Remember, next week, the play-in tournament. Uh, last night, the 76ers actually ended up closing three and a half, Michael. So they lose to the Raptors, 119-114. And Philly was up 17-2. This team was Steam not correct, it. that's for sure. Siakam yeah. was dumb good. Siakam went for 37. He had 11 boards and 12 assists. Uh, again, this, 70, this is not a good matchup for the 76ers, the Raptors. Nope. And right now, as it currently sits, the 4-5 matchup would be the 76ers and the Raptors. Your 76ers are sitting a, a half game behind the Celtics. 76ers have two to play. The Celtics have just one to play. And the Heat should be good. They're two up on the Bucks for the one seed overall in the East. Well, let, let's just talk about the matchup, right? Let's talk about Toronto and, you know, their 47 wins and what, what they've been able to accomplish this year and last night's game as it relates to Philly. If you were to tell me as we sat on this show that two of the best players for Toronto were not going to play, which indicated why the line was moving, I get that. Line movement in basketball is really more about the, 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 the lineups than it is about some, some guy in his basement betting money. It's not that. But if you were to tell me Philly was going to shoot upwards of almost 50% from the two-point line and that they were going to shoot 52%, almost 53% from the three-point line, I say knowing they are missing two players, they win easily.
Yep. And yet they lose by five. Now, don't tell me, Doc Rivers, that this is going to be, it doesn't mean anything, it's not going to turn around. If it doesn't mean anything and you're not worried, why did Embiid play 37 minutes? Why did, you know, once again, Harden play 39? Once again, Harden's 3 from 12 from the field. I mean, at some point, can we have the conversation that James Harden has sh- is shooting now like a member of the 76ers, not like the all-star that he typically is? Because his bad shooting, it, it must be the uniform. It has to be the uniform. I'm convinced it has to be the uniform because this guy could shoot at one time and now he can't. One for four from the three-point line. You know, he got 15 assists, 13 points. He's a shell of himself. I mean, the two best players on the team are Embiid and Maxi. I don't care who gets paid the most. I mean, you know, Tobias Harris's contract, well, Elton Brand will go down as one of the worst contracts in the history of all of sports. It makes Brock Osweiler's uh, heist contract look, look acceptable. But the point here is, let's go back. They couldn't defend. They can't stop Scotty Barnes. They can't deal with the length, you know. They, they, they couldn't stop the three-point line. They can't play in transition. And so, it, to me, it's a game where if Nick Nurse outcoaches you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is. Absolutely. And, and, and you mentioned Barnes and the length. They just – they have a competitive edge against anybody they're playing. They have a strategic edge, that being Toronto. And they just are awkward to play interchangeable parts. It's just, it's an interesting team. I, I didn't realize Harden was that bad from the field last night. He, and you know what he Patrick, is? Patrick, he's, he's stationary. been horrendous. He's been horrendous all for the, I've gone through the numbers. I mean, he's been around 30%, 20. He hasn't made more than four three pointers in a game. You got to go back to November. I mean, he has not shot well. He, he is a shell of the player that we know who wears the name, who carries the name of James Harden. And if you're Daryl Morey, you're hoping he can get it back because right now it looks like you've made a horrendous mistake. Not that Simmons is playing, but you wouldn't have traded, based on the way he's playing now, trading Curry and Drummond for him isn't good enough. It's too much. Yep. You know? Yep. I mean, forget that you threw Simmons in and two number ones. The way he's playing right now is You'd rather have Curry. Near it. You'd rather have Curry right now than Harden, the way he's standing around on the perimeter like that as well. Exactly. And and allow Maxi to keep being yes. Maxi. So I, I to me, I don't see how any of us could bet them going forward. I mean, they I mean Siakam's a problem, Barnes is a problem, Precious is a problem. He I mean, he goes for twenty last night. Yeah, he was great. I mean Siakam's got twelve assists to boot. I mean, I can't pronounce the general manager's name of Toronto, but give that guy all the credit in the world. You know, all the credit in the world. He's got a great coach. He's been able to draft players, develop talent from within, even though he loses his best player after he wins the title, even after he loses his second best player who goes down to Miami and Kyle Lowry, he's still able to keep his team highly competitive. And last night, he beats, which is supposed to be the MVP. I mean, I don't know how you can give him the MVP based on that they can't close in the fourth. Whereas Denver last night, hey, they closed in the fourth. That wasn't a problem. They were able to get it done. You know, I mean, they beat a good Memphis team, which is interesting about Memphis. I was talking to somebody in the league, Patrick. Everybody loves Memphis. And I was talking to some, 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 some teams, and everybody feels Memphis is a paper tiger. Now, I know that's really? going to shock people. Everybody in the league, and here's why. They are not great in the half court. Okay, they're not a great. They're a transitional offense, and their real talent is offensive rebounds. And what happens come playoff time? You don't get, you know, people box out better 
and you've got to be able to execute in a half court. I don't think people are scared to play Memphis. Now, I'm not saying Memphis won't win, but if you take away their best option, which is obviously Morant, and you force and you take away their offensive rebounding, people believe that they could play them. I mean, Dallas, for example, has won the season series against them. Hey, Dallas would Dallas be the number. I think Dallas would be the two seed in the East. I mean, they beat the Boston both times. I mean, Dallas beat Boston both times this year. Hey, quickly, let me set you up on this uh, matchup in Brooklyn tonight. So Cleveland at Brooklyn. This is fascinating. Open six and a half, jump to eight and a half for good reason. This essentially is who's going to be hosting that seven, eight matchup in the play in next week, because right now the Nets are the eight and the Cavs are the seven. The Cavs are one game up. The Nets hold that tie break. If they beat the Cavs tonight, they should end up should end up with the seven seed, which remember seven, eight matchup. The Nets would then play Cleveland in Brooklyn as opposed to playing Cleveland and Cleveland with that 7-8 matchup. So, that's uh, that. Yeah, I mean, Brooklyn has a better, I mean, don't get caught up in that. Brooklyn has a better road record than they do home record. We continue. The wide receiver market continues to be volatile. We'll get to that next. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is your Beeson Masters Update. Charles Schwartzel, the 2011 Masters champion from South Africa, is three under par on the day. He is currently playing the 17th hole. He's three under par for the tournament and now just one shot out of the lead. That is being held by Cameron Smith at four under par. And the way things are going, the way this wind is picking up, Charles Schwartzel might be in the lead at the end of round two. At BetMGM, he is 16 to one to be your leader after day two at the Masters. 
son JM dropped another shot in the middle of Amen Corner at 12. He's now three under par for the tournament. Dustin Johnson with another incredible par save. He hit an amazing recovery shot from behind the 10th green and was able to save par on number 10. He remains at two under and just one over through 10 holes in the second round. Cam Smith leads it at four under. He will tee off in about 15 minutes from now. He's at plus 450 in the live market. Sun JM at 10 to one, DJ at nine to one, Patrick Cantley at 11 to one, Corey Connors 12 to one, Colin Morikawa at 14 to one, and John Rahm still lurking at 25 to one. Be sure to check out our Masters recap and updated features bets from the Long Shots crew after every round. It's available at vcin.com and you can follow it on Twitter at vcin live. Back to Patrick Marher and Michael Lombardi on the Lombardi line. You're listening to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Zalatoris is like a hot air balloon. You might see him floating by your house, Michael, because it is right now. He's oh, on man. Tiger's on the range, his whole, his pants and, and notice the change in uh, clothing as well. Everybody's going warm for the afternoon session. This could be even interesting. the people in the stands, even people walking around the tournament. Yeah, you know, I'm disappointed. Wendy's, I know they were doing it during the big, but but I, I always enjoyed the read of the the Baconator. I kind of <laughs> miss too. the Baconator, don't you? I I miss the Baconator. I don't miss the read because it was war and peace of breakfasts. But by the way, Wendy's did a great job because it, it convinced me after a show on Sunday to stop by and get a Baconator. There you go. Um, there you go. Uh, John Goulet brings up Don, a good Don point. Dre Draper must have wrote that ad for him. <laughs> it was there you go. Draper. brings up a good point. There is nobody that has more ingenuity. So as the wind picks up, you know, Tiger's already thought about this. He's an engineer in his mind. He's yeah. already thought about this. So while it might swallow, no pun intended, the wind might swallow uh, and carry others away. I, Tiger, he's just, his trajectory will change. He'll figure his way out. He's like, a, you know, a jackknife around yeah. this course. He knows exactly no, what he's doing. Yeah, and you know, I think we give these guys. These guys are, are really engineers. They really are in terms of their club design, what they want, and how they shape shots, and and you know the the, the way he's going to have to hit the ball. I mean, they can, you know, I mean the, the 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 talent that these guys have is remarkable, and so do the women, really. But when they line up in that par three and they all skip the ball off the water and it and it goes in, I mean, they they kind of can do things with the ball that. Most people can't because they're so comfortable. And I think today in the wind, it is. I think where they're going to lose it is they can't control the uncontrollable. They can't control when the wind kicks up after they hit it. They can't control the shift of the wind. They can't control the, the application of distance to what they think they need. You know, oh, I better go a little bit more on this club because it's the wind's there. And then if the wind dies there, it's the uncontrollable that gets them, never the elements. Updated live betting, Michael Lombardi, Cam Smith. Cameron Smith's going to tee off in about 12 minutes. He's your leader now with the updated board at four and a half to one. Scotty Scheffler, who's going to tee off today. Uh, in about 45 minutes, he's your second betting favorite at seven to one. Now you're starting to drop into the doubles. Corey Connors, 10 to one. Dustin Johnson, you can tell me what you've seen from him. He's 10 to one. Morikawa's he's moved falling up 12 apart. to one. Yeah, I, I wouldn't play apart. that. I, I, DJ can't get control of this. I mean, he's playing army golf. He's right, left, right. I mean, he's all over the place. <laughs> and every, he, He's doing everything in his power to make par, you know, and that's not a good thing. You know, that's not a good thing. No, that's not it. By the way, to your point about how good and how 
precise and specific golfers are. My father used to say out at any sport, the difference between pros and amateurs, the biggest chasm is golf. Meaning yeah. you could go play, hit a baseball. You could go, I don't know. You, there's no way to measure this, but these guys, they're just so specifically good at what they do. They're just in such a small percentage. Um, and that's why they have three T's because the, these guys are so good length, you know, where they put the, where they put the drive box, it doesn't affect them. Whereas it does with the amateurs and it is whipping that it is. The wind is getting, it's the wind's getting nuts. So tiger, of course, he is going to tee off at 1041. So he's coming up in about 21 minutes and we'll keep you updated coverage all day. Brady doing a great job. Um, the coverage here on Beeson, this is my fourth year, and it's better than we've ever had it. So love to see it quickly as we transition. We're going to get Josh with some baseball coming up in just a little bit here, Michael. Um, will just texted in. I know this will shock you that Will Hill is texting. Shout to Will. But he mentioned that Cleveland could fall down to the 10. So quickly just re reasserting what we were discussing as far as today being decisive for the play-in, and the play-in's coming up next Thursday in the NBA. Tonight, you've got the Nets hosting the Cavs. Currently, the Nets are sitting eight. The Cavs, one up, sitting seven. Tonight, you've got the Hornets, who are sitting 10, Michael, at the Bulls. The Bulls are falling apart. You've got the right. Hawks, who are sitting nine. They're at the Heat. So those four teams are seven through 10 in the East. The West is pretty much settled, but those four have some seating to do as far as the play-in. And they're all in. I mean, they're all in. Yes, they're all the in. The Cavs, the That's Nets, right. the they're all in. It's just, you know, the Nets have a the, – the Nets and the Hawks are tied at where their positioning is. And certainly, if Brooklyn beats the Cavs, then that would change. And then the Hornets are just two games behind the Cavs. So, what separates seven from ten is literally just two games. And, you know, look, the Cavs, have, they've lost two in a row, which is one of the reasons why they've, they've gotten this gap closed. They're kind of inconsistent. You know, if they play eight – if they end up getting the A seed and get in, can they beat Atlanta? I don't know. What my sense of this would be Brooklyn seven, Atlanta ends up being eight. So you know who's pulling for the Cavs tonight? That would be the Milwaukee Bucks. Because if Brooklyn wins and if Brooklyn wins that play in and they get the seven seed, it's obviously a two seven matchup. So that would be Milwaukee and Brooklyn yep. round one, which would be fascinating. Um, and again, just quickly on the plane, it's simple. It's three games. You got the seven, eight matchup. The winner of the seven, eight matchup advances. The loser takes on the winner of the nine, 10 matchup. The loser of the seven, eight matchup hosts the nine, 10 winner. And that winner ends up being the eight seed. It's, it's less so confusing Boston than only, it sounds. Boston only has one game left to play. Philly has two. They play Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they have two. I think they play the Pacers and the Hornets, I, I think I don't think they have two are the Pistons. I think they end up with a season at home. They have two home games. And so Boston, it, but Boston has the tiebreaker. So even if Boston loses and ends up the season 50-32, Philly could become the third seed if they get to 51, if they get to 51-31. So that's something to keep an eye out on. Yes, right? because Philly, Philly doesn't have the tiebreak against Boston or against Milwaukee. So... But and they don't, and, and, but they could, but, but, and there's two game. And if they lose both games and Toronto wins, Toronto becomes four and <laughs> Philly becomes five, yes. which is more problematic for Philly. Now, how does Philly solve that? Philly solves that rather easily. If they win Saturday, they get to 50. And if they lose Sunday, they go to 32, 50, 32. 
Boston, if they lose, if they lose their next game, they go to 32. Boston has the tiebreaker. So Philly needs to win one of the next two That's to right. ensure themselves of hosting, which then keeps Thibel right. from having to – he could play in four games as opposed to only playing That's in three. Perfectly put. And so I think my point here is is whatever the line is on Saturday for Philly, you might want to consider that one because they got to play that one. The Sunday line, I don't think anybody will play. We'll see. We'll finally get Charlie Bassey to play. We saw seven minutes of we saw eight minutes of Paul Reed. He only had seven rebounds in eight minutes. But who who's counting anyway? So are. and five points. But but who's counting? You know. But but people on Twitter say, well, he didn't play great. Well, the reason he didn't play good is because he don't play. The reason I want him to play is so that he plays badly in November to play good in April. That's a whole whole other story. Devers just bo- hit a bomb, a three-run bomb, and the Yankees, what is it, right now, top of one, Red Sox lead 3-0 on the Yankees. So an early wow. start for, and Josh, that's apropos, Josh will be joining us coming up in just a little bit. But big picture about something you just said, I think it's very important. Remember, whether betting baseball or betting the NBA postseason, you have to understand, you can't get into Toronto unless you're fully vaccinated. Yep. Make sure this is something that betters need to understand. You can't get into Toronto unless you're fully vaccinated. And that's why that's why Philly needs to be able to not be three, but they also don't want to be five. Don't want to be six. They have to win one of these next games. Hundred percent. Okay. There it is. So we'll get a baseball update coming up with Josh here in just a little bit as we continue. I mean, you all see what's happening. Look at your monitor. Look at the trees. I mean, it is. Look, they're saying consistent winds up to 20 miles an hour, but Gus maybe 30 plus. So it'll be. I can't wait. I'm going to get home and watch the whole thing. I can't wait. It looks like a typical day here in Ocean City. The wind's blowing, and and, you know, and it's not. And it's not. I mean, at least it's warm. It's warmer there than it. But the wind makes it a lot cold. There's that wind chill. You know how that goes. And that's why you have a sturdy base. You got a. You got a. You got a sturdy base. (laughs) No, you said fat. I said sturdy. When you're walking Bella, (laughs) you ain't going anywhere. My arm gets pulled out of my socket. (laughs) It will continue. Keep you updated on the master of course here on VSIN and get the Josh with some baseball plays today next. You're listening to the Lombardi line on VSIN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, baseball's back, baby, and BetMGM's got you covered. Register using that code VSIN200, VSIN200 for a chance to win 200 bucks. So bottom line is you're going to win it. 10 bucks, money line, pick a game, hit a home run, $200, paid for in free bets. It's that simple. BetMGM's got you covered. Must be 21 years or older. All promotions are subject to qualification eligibility requirements. But the bottom line is you're going to win 200 bucks. Get over there. BetMGM, the king of sports books. And if you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay. We got you back. This is an exciting time. Not just, I mean, it's just baseball's all over the place. You got the Red Sox jumping out on the Yankees early. You got an emotional hedge with Goulet over here. You got Josh, who can't get enough with the contrarian situation. We say hi to Josh. Michael Lombardi, of course, there in Jersey. Josh sitting with the dirty water. How about Rafael Devers opening up at the top of the first there? You know, they hit Cole. We were just talking about that. The Red Sox have hit Cole, and Cole didn't do anything in the preseason. So what just happened? Somebody's celebrating. Did we just get another bomb? No. Rizzo, a two-run bomb off of Valdi in the bottom of the first. I hope you bet the over here, Michael and Josh. What's up, Josh? <laughs> oh, doing great, guys. Patrick Michael, great to be with you. And, yeah, I love that homer by Devers. Now I'm getting nervous, though, because Devers rejected a big contract extension right before the season. He's going to put up a monster year, and he's probably going to be the next $300 million player. But Sox-Yankees, guys, we got baseball, basketball, 
uh, obviously, you know, the Masters here. It's a great time to be betting on sports. It's a great Friday. <laughs> we, we, we were just joking during the break. We're like, this is Josh's wheelhouse. He's got his it, screen up. So He's got so many games going on. Although you gave me a loser with the Blackhawks on the ice yesterday. So I you know. owe me one I owe today. you, Patrick. I love you, buddy. That was brutal. You. Uh, Michael, to you quickly, did you see anything during the break on the Masters before we get to some of these games? Dustin Johnson, again, just is rallying back. I mean, he's fighting through it. Uh, you know, he's going to go over here. He's going to uh, 12. This will be an interesting tee shot for him. But, you know, he's one under on the day. He's two under. He's one under for the tournament. I mean, he's two under for the tournament. He's two under for one under for the day. Yep. But, uh, you know, now he's got 12, 13, and he's got two par fives that he should be able to do something depending on the weather. I think we're going to get a really good read as we move forward, and it'd be interesting to think what Brady Cannon says about this on what could possibly happen for these afternoon people when they get to the second nine, because we'll be able to watch Dustin attack, you know, watch him play 12, watch him play 13. And if he can get to 15 where he's in fairly good shape, that's going to put him in the clubhouse with uh, with uh, with the Charles, Charlie Schwenzel there at, at, at minus three. You know, Cam Smith, by the way, about the tee off. He is your live uh, betting leader. He's four under. Will it three under? Neiman three what, under. What, let me ask you this, and I know we want to get to Josh's uh, rundown on today, but what hole would you sit at, Patrick? If you could only sit at a hole, which one would it be? I, in I, the I probably would hit the corner. Amen. Would you hit the corner. Wouldn't you? Where, where would yeah. you? Just because you, know, you can get two I, and one, I, I probably yeah, I would think go I probably corner. would do that. I would do that, or I would try to sit next to Vern Lundquist at sixteen. You love Vern? Him. That's your I love boy. Vern. There's nothing. His nothing voice is than ridiculous. Than I miss him Steamboat on college Springs football. Springs is so proud to have him as a as a as a, as a uh, resident. I mean, he's a tremendous human being. Josh, have you gotten into the Masters? So I'll be totally honest. I know my limits. I'm not a sharp golf guy by any means. So I'll tell what Brady and Wes uh, all tell us what to bet. But uh, did make one prop bet: Tiger to make the cut. So it was around uh, minus 110. Saw a lot of movement. He was a big plus money. That was bold. <laughs> yeah. So I know. I, I need a rooting interest, Michael. Yeah, I'm rooting for Tiger. That's that's my only bet. Hey, just quickly, they every after every round over at Veasan.com, Wes Wes or Brady give an update that everybody can go check out. Correct. Yes, go to vsin.com for that update. Josh, before we get to your baseball plays, um, quickly on the update on MVP NBA and then also Defensive Player of the Year. What do you got there? Yeah, so a lot of big movement here. And really, uh, let's start off with the Joker. Now, let's go back about a month from here. Pretty much all year, you had Embiid as the favorite to win the MVP. Uh, and then again, we saw, and if you're going to get down on sports, it's not just games, it's prop bets, it's reading the market, reading articles. About a week ago, week and a half ago, that straw poll came out from ESPN that showed that these media members were really leaning Jokic's MVP. And guys, I think last night really sealed the deal for Jokic MVP. He had an incredible game. You beat the Grizzlies 122-109. 35 points, 16 rebounds, six assists. And actually what he did is he set the record, the first player ever in the history of the NBA with 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, and 500 assists. So I think that just piece of history is what's going to you know send him over the top here. Uh, and if you look at his numbers from last year when he won it to this year, he's actually better in almost every category. His field goal percentage, 56.6% to 58.3% this year. He's scoring more, 26.4 to 27.1. Rebounding, almost 14, about 10 last year. So he's having an, an even better year from last year. Uh, and then really what you're looking at with Joker is this late movement continuing in his favor. So uh, he's now minus 300. Woke up today, now looking at BetMGM odds, minus 300 to win the MVP. 
again, about a week ago, you could still get him plus money. So love seeing this movement toward Joker. If you had bet him based on that straw poll or you just liked him anyway, you're feeling good with this late movement in his favor. And then, guys, got to give my guy Marcus Smart over in Boston some credit here. Well done, Defensive Josh. player well done. of the year. Uh, Patrick, see, I do have kind of a Boston accent. I'm from the western part of the state. I can bust it out, though, when you need me yeah, to. Yeah, you're so more bougie just, than Boston. Yeah. Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. So Marcus Smart uh, looking good. Minus 190 now for Smart to win defensive player of the year. Again, go back a week. He was a little bit of plus money. So he's overlapped Jaron Jackson, uh, Bam Adebayo, Mikel Bridges. So if you're holding a smart defensive player of the year ticket or a Joker MVP ticket, this late movement is looking good with only a game or two games left for these teams. I don't think you have an accent, do you, Michael? I don't know. You know, I mean, I. Oh yeah, I, you do. You I, say well, you, you say water. You say, you say hot dog. You say hot dog. Water. Like you're, you're like you're hot under dog, center. Yeah. Hut one. Hut yeah, two. Hut, hut. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, but that Boston. I mean, Dominic has a Boston accent. I think one of the things he, he's going to have to get shed that when he goes to Vegas now. But we got, you know, surprised he, he doesn't have an Arizona car. accent as much as he likes the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the bird on the helmet. Yeah, there you go. But uh, you know, I, I think, I think. The, the, the momentum for Jokic is deserved. I mean, both teams, I, I, mean, I don't know what Embiid needs to do to be the MVP. I mean, he's been dominant. He's had more games over 40 points. But I, I think ultimately because he's his assist, you know, he's great at rebounding. He's not as great as assist. Jokic is an incredible passer. Both teams are, are really not at the top of the division. I mean, last year you could made the case for Embiid to win it because his team was number one in the East. It, they were. Uh, but this year, you know, I think without without Murray, without without Michael uh, 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 Michael Smith, I, uh, the, the Michael Porter Jr. Thank you, Patrick. Uh, you know, I think that obviously has helped has has helped the the Joker's cause in this game. I, I Jokic has been, and by the way, he's like a point guard at seven one, yeah. which is incredible. He he handles the ball better. I mean, Embiid when he starts to dribble too much, there's a turnover waiting to happen. You know, yeah. but Embiid is. Is, is still, I mean, what he's been able to accomplish in terms of scoring, and I think in terms of durability, his willingness to play, you know, I would assume he's going to play on Saturday afternoon and probably take Sunday off, and it's a well-deserved rest because he's played far more games than I would have ever suspected him playing this year. It's going to win the scoring title. Uh, by the way, for those that were texting me last night, I have re-upped with MLB.com, so those that want my password, go ahead and hit me up again today, and let's transition to Major League Baseball. I hope I don't get arrested for that admission. Seattle, Minnesota today. Josh, looks like there's some Minnesota money with Ray and Ryan on the bump. Yeah, definitely some Minnesota money, guys. This one jumped out to me as kind of a, a fade the trendy dog play, a contrarian favorite play if you want to back the Twins. I'm looking at the Twins in this spot. Number one, public's all over Seattle. Robbie Ray defending Cy Young winner here. Uh, Seattle was a really good surprising team last year that almost made the playoffs, just missed it, you know, pretty much last day of the season. But this game opened as pretty much a pick em type number, like a minus 110 both sides or, you know, a slight minus 115 to the Twins. Public is grabbing the, uh, the plus money here with Seattle. Uh, and again, John Ryan, like who is that pitcher for Minnesota? Name recognition, it doesn't really apply there. Uh, so there's kind of a bias against Minnesota. But you're seeing the line go to the Twins here. Again, opening around minus 110. They've been steamed up here to around minus 120. They're only getting across the board around a third of bets, a little more than a third of bets. So why is line going to Minnesota if everyone's betting Mariners? Tells me some smart money here on the, on, uh, the Twins. So I laid it with the Twins in this spot. It's a favorite with a low total. Again, correlative betting, Patrick, you do a great job explaining this, but you want a favorite, you want a low total, fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely they're coming from the better team. Uh, you want a dog, you want a higher total, like eight and a half or nine or higher. So you have that system match, and you also have 
um, a, a non-division favorite here. Again, if you're looking at these divisional dogs, you want them inside the division. If you're looking at a favorite, you want the lack of familiarity to benefit you here. So I'll lay it with Minnesota in this spot, guys. I like the movement in their favor, despite the majority of the public going with the M. Temps around 40 degrees in Minnesota, Michael. Quickly wins out, blowing out to right 15 to 20 miles an hour. Go ahead. Michael. And here comes Tiger. But I thought you would like Baltimore today, Josh. I thought Baltimore would be your right up your alley. So I like Baltimore every day, Michael. I just don't like betting on them. There's always value. They're always <laughs> contrarian. It's just tough to bang your head against the wall with the O's. But yeah, they, they do have a lot of value every day. But as you know, Michael, there's a distinction between value and hopefully cashing a bet. So again, you kind of got to feel like, hey, if I'm worthy of making this bet, I'll root for them. If not, to me, they're oftentimes a layoff spot. And you both sleep on raining in Baltimore by, by counting crows. Just, just yeah, say. there you go. I love that. Thank you, buddy. Love that. Uh, That's a great but, reference to the crow. I love the crows. I mean, it, I, he he lived in the same neighborhood. We did. Adam lived in the same yeah in the same neighborhood in Oakland. Yep, sure you did. Guys seem like you would roll together. Uh, quickly yeah, on. I love them. I, yeah, mean, I know great they're writer. a great band. Uh, Seattle, by the way, their run differential last year it was a little misleading. They if you if you really suss out their advanced stats, they probably should have won ten games less. I know they're a hot team coming into this year, Josh. So again, you like that one? And in ten seconds, let's get one more play in. You gave me one more baseball play. Go ahead. Windy over Houston, LA. Give me the over. Uh, what is it? Nine and a half. Also, big fan of the county Mac Matt Jones, Mr. Jones, and me. Well, gosh, Josh, <laughs> go to sleep. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is your Beeson Masters Update. Charles Schwartzel is your leader in the clubhouse. He is at three under par after firing a 69 today in round two, and that just might be good enough to lead after round two. The 2011 Masters champ currently in the lead at three under as far as the clubhouse is concerned. Cameron Smith is at four under par, and he is currently playing the first hole. Sun J.M., he's back tied for the lead at four under as well as he birdies the 13th hole and the 2016 Masters 
Masters champion, Danny Willett. He gets into the party at four under par with a birdie at number two. Early on in his round, he is now to four under par. Colin Morikawa was at two under for his round on the day. He's now at one under after putting a ball in the water at 11, but chips it in from the fringe for an incredible bogey for Morikawa. Dustin Johnson misses another green at 11, but again, a miraculous up and down for DJ. He remains at two under par and two back of the lead. Now owned by three players, Smith, M, and Willett at four under par. Tiger has reached the tee at number one, stretching out the legs, grimacing, showing that pain and management that he's been trying to do for the last year and a half, it seems. But he hits one wayward of the fairway. Didn't love his tee shot on number one. Tiger Woods currently at 30 to one to win his sixth green jacket. If you want more master betting analysis, you can check out Beeson's Long Shots podcast. Wes Reynolds and myself will be doing a special episode once the cut is made to get you ready for betting the weekend at Augusta. Download the Long Shots podcast at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi for more of the Lombardi line. You're listening to the Lombardi line on vcin featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Great job. Thank you very much as we welcome you back. Tiger and the sand on one off that drive. Brady Cannon with a great update there. By the way, if you take a look at the leaderboard, and we'll keep you updated, Michael Lombardi, on what's happening uh, with Tiger second on one as he continues. If you take a look at the leaderboard, uh, just as Bobby Jones had it predicted, right? You got England, Australia, and South Korea and Chile <laughs> atop the board right now. Scotty Scheffler is yeah. American, but that is it's an incredible leaderboard as we I, I think back. the board is I think the board on this day is irrelevant. I think if you're Brooks Kapka, you just missed a birdie putt, you're three over, you're getting ready to go play twelve. You if you can get this thing to to one over or even, to me that it's all positioning. I think the leaderboard's deceiving. I think it's all positioning. Watching Tiger though, I will say this, Patrick, it looked Every step he takes is gingerly. It nothing looks like it, it looks like he's always in a little bit of pain while he's trying to do it. So, you know, I, I think that's going to be a challenge as he tries to get loose. And there's no get some loosening up on the way. I mean, you know, th I think this that's is, a great point like a, you mentioned about the it's cold chilly. as well. Yeah, I think your point about the cold, the body kind of tensing up. You know, you want that warm weather to loosen the joints up and Tiger. As they go out, and I know I've mentioned it a few times, but you notice the apparel's changed. Everybody's in long sleeves. Everybody's got a sweatshirt yeah. on. Early this morning at Augusta, they were all out there with short sleeves. So here's Tiger out of the sand on one with his second shot, obviously the par four. Uh, one under 71 for Tiger yesterday. He was one of 17 golfers who posted under par on Thursday in round one as we head to day two. Kind of Tiger... 145 to the hole out of the sand here. He's got a look. He should be okay. It looks like the ball's sitting fine. So he should yeah. be able to, but look, you can see in the sand, the leaves and already debris in the sand blowing all over He's the moving place. Moving around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that's the issue is how am I going to control this? And again, we talk about this and not, not that I'm a golfer, but this is a second shot course. And location of the second shot is critical to being able to play well. 
And if you're struggling with control of your second shot because of the wind, and this one's going, it looks that one like got it's caught up in the, the right. wind. So there, yeah, yeah, got, there you go. This is a perfect example. It went way right on him, and it went left the bunker out right. So now he's got now he's going to rely on his chip game again. This is what's happened to Dustin Johnson. You're no longer challenging birdies. You're challenging to get pars. And, you know, and through the last now on 13, Johnson just hit his hit a three wood off the tee and he's in ideal position. It's going to be interesting to see if he goes for it in two, if the wind is coming at him or swirling, how he handles that. But this is going to be a tough, tough day for Tiger in a lot of ways. Are you hunting Nick Faldo's job with this golf breakdown? Because I know we've done it a few years. This you seem to be really on top of it this year. I love, you know, I, one of my one, one of my great thrills in life was I, the nineteen ninety. I worked at CBS Sports behind the scenes. Eventually, they put me on the air, and I got to become friends with the great Jim Nance. And so then from that friendship, I would go to golf tournaments, you know, and Millie and I would go down to Pebble or, you know, and, and I got to listen to him talk about golf all the time. And I love golf. I do. I love it. I don't play it, but I love it. And so it, it's a natural, not that I, I, I listen to those guys that I would be around McCord, who I miss on television now and Peter Costas. And, you know, I watched the Super Bowl at Peter Costas's house when the Rams play the Titans because we were out there watching the, uh, the Phoenix Open, what it was called then before it became the Waste Management Open. So, you know, it's a, it's fun. And and there's so much technical uh, aspect to this sport. And, And I don't think these guys get enough credit for their remarkable eye hand coordination. I think I've grown to appreciate it in writing this book and, talking about some of the great receivers, Raymond Berry and Steve Largent, their eye-hand coordination is just flat-out remarkable. I want to get I mean, to... Like this morning, I was writing about Bobby, the great Bobby Bell, who nobody really knows about, remembers. He's one of the great Kansas City Chiefs of all time. And they asked Belichick this year if, if Makai Parsons compared to Bobby Bell, but compared to Lawrence Taylor, and Belichick shrugged it off. And he, if Makai Parsons would be a comparison to who Bobby Bell was. That's how uniquely talented this 6'4", 250-pound man, 225-pound man who wore jersey number 78 played. And because of his athleticism, and my point to the story and why bringing him up, when he was a player at the University of Minnesota, Murray Warmoth had broken, the, the had segregated the Minnesota football team in 1960. And he went up there from North Carolina to play. He was so impressive as an athlete. The hockey coach of the University of Minnesota wanted him to play hockey for him. The golf coach at the University of Minnesota wanted him to play golf. This is how uniquely, and these how these guys see athleticism, and I think we don't give these guys enough credit for being athletes. Got a little Jim Brown in them, it sounds like. By the way, just to follow up on Nance, have you ever been to his crib on the Monterey Peninsula? Of course, yeah. yeah when, the, when Mickey got married, we went out there. We, they played Pebble Beach, so we stopped by his new house there on uh, right sure. off the... married on uh, there in his backyard. It's fabulous. I'm it's guessing fabulous. Nance's house on the Monterey Peninsula is bigger than my Airbnb in Henderson, Nevada. <laughs> uh, Debo, oh, yeah, yeah, couple yeah, things, I, Michael. I, so. I want to yeah, ask you. Cooking? So Debo Brandon Samuel, Cooks, we, I, I got plenty prepared uh, for you tomorrow on the draft, but right now, Brandon Cooks, two-year extension. How about Debo? He scrubbed his social entering his final year on his rookie deal with of San Francisco. Of course he did. This is like, okay, I go and follow. This is, this is what I do. Okay, check. deactivate all your accounts from the team you work for. Check. Do that. Unfollow everybody. (laughs) Check. Do that. Okay. Make sure my agent is bitching. Check. Do that. You know, like I'm following the protocols. I mean, why not? 
Although, you know, D- Debo is, if any of these guys are deserving, it's Debo. I think the problem with Debo, why it's not done, is Jimmy Garoppolo's got his money, again, with the money. He's got his money. And until they get rid of Jimmy, they, they, they're not going to be able to pay Debo. It's the petulant, get me some cash checklist. You yeah, go down well, the line, and he's entitled your- to it. Look, I, I don't have any issue with him at all. He's a tremendous player. He's, he is this, this generation's version, nobody will remember this, uh, Lenny Moore. He is Lenny Moore. Better Lenny Moore. Lenny Moore's in the Hall of Fame, but he's a version of Lenny Moore where Lenny Moore played running back and wide receiver at the same time for the Colts. Now, they didn't have multiple formations. He wasn't just coming in the backfield. He would line up at running back or line up. There was only two receivers, but Samuel is so talented, and he's such a hard guy to tackle. He set the South Carolina high school record for returns and and kickoffs that he deserves to get paid, and San Francisco's going to pay him, whether he follows or unfollows. Now, maybe the Jets want to offer him. I'm sure the Jets would. If they're offering for DK, I'm sure they'll offer for Samuel. Well, I got plenty to ask you about DK this weekend. Brandon Cooks, two-year extension. Any thoughts? Uh, interesting, because when he went down there, everybody was concerned about his concussion protocol. Would he be able to stay healthy? He'd been through a lot of concussions in his career. But he's a legitimate, big-time vertical receiver. Gives him an outside threat. He's not a number one. He's not great with the ball in his hands after the catch. Tiger, chip. Tiger, a chip. It looked to. to be about 10 feet for par on one. So yep. not kind of an, an auspicious start. Not here. ideal. Not what we wanted to get going, but we'll, we'll take it. You know, look, He'll it's going to be enjoyable to watch him today. It really is. It's going to be enjoyable to watch him compete. And I think if you're a young athlete, I think you want to watch this guy. You want to watch him not because you love golf, because you love to compete. Watch how he competes. Watch how he is in the moment. Watch how he behaves and how important it is to him because you can use those traits to help your career. I didn't know I was going to do two hours with Lee Trevino today, but that's apparently what I did. <laughs> Mr. Golf over oh, there. Man. Enjoy the rest Stop. of the day. Enjoy Thanks, Tigers Patrick. round. Okay, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning, Michael. Thank you. Odds on coming up next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.